0: I just want to say, uh, just real quickly, just uh, some thank yous. Uh, first of all, thank you to just my my incredible staff. Uh, you know, Jonelle, Wanda, April, uh, uh, Glory, Bryson, and and Richard for uh, all that they have done uh, this past uh, Holy Week. I know we've seen a lot of thank yous uh, going around. Uh, for that but you know thanks goes to them because without them uh, a lot of the stuff that we were able to do this holy week wouldn't wouldn't have happened uh, also just want to thank uh have john here today playing bass we have frank up on the drums and of course we got richard playing uh piano and olin playing uh, guitar and and leading and some and vocals so uh just to have have them here we only have nine in the sanctuary so just want to let you know we haven't uh, p- made. Uh, we don't have too many people here. Uh, also, just uh, Cheryl Annette is actually here live this morning, uh, running sound for us to make sure everything is is going smoothly back there. And and her and Brandon, I said uh, before, have done a lot to make sure all the technical stuff uh, happens. We were talking before the service about how we started with the OBS program to where we could have the screens and the split screen and everything. We started that in January not even knowing what we would be uh, going through. So thanks to them for that. And of course, thanks to Tracy. She's been my uh, my tech guru, uh, making sure all the slides are up and everything. So if there's anything misspelled, it's my fault. It's not her fault. So don't think that she's done anything wrong back there. It's It's what I have. Have done, But we're so thankful for you, too, um, for having you come and uh, opening up your homes to us, uh, allowing us to drop off boxes, uh, allowing us to bring this live stream into uh, your, your house, uh, because one of the things that I've seen posted over and over again, even though we don't have you all here in the sanctuary, that's not where the church is. The church is where, where you are and, and the work that you are doing. And this, uh, this particular Sunday, as we celebrate resurrection, it, it, it comes even more to my mind about how, how Christ is risen. When we walked up to uh, the sanctuary early, early this morning, and it was quiet all around, and just thinking, you know, We come here to worship because we are are gathering as as Christ's people, but but God is not in this sanctuary. This is not the only place we encounter God. We encounter God when we go out into the world and into our homes, to our, our places of business, to the relationships that we have with one another. That is where the risen Christ is. So as we begin this time of our message, I invite you to go to God in prayer with me. Let us pray. Oh, God, you are our living hope. You are our living hope because you are alive. You are active, and you are in and around us. So, Lord, at this time, we pray that you allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Now, I just have to say again, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. You know, this Easter celebration is different. But, you know, I felt a welcome, different, different spirit this year in this Easter celebration. You know, normally, you know, there's been some rushing around, but normally there's a lot more rushing around, preparing, making sure that we have everything ready to go you know we have uh, april making sure all of our our guest packets are are, are ready to go for those who are here for the first time we have wanda preparing a a young disciples time and also all of the the ways that we can get uh, children interactive Uh, jonelle has had to do uh, multiple bulletins and uh, you know that's that hasn't happened this year but you know i pray and i i have personally felt that the experience of this Holy Week is going to be an experience that we will will hold dear in our hearts forever. And the reason why I feel that is because I have a sense that we have been able to experience a a new and refreshed uh, closeness with Jesus Christ. That, That we have been able to experience Christ in in, in a a different way than we have ever experienced before. And I think the the key in that experiencing Christ in this way comes from the passage that Tracy read uh, from Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, and I'm going to share that with you again right now. Paul writes that since then, you have been raised with Christ Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. These are words that have, have, have had special meaning for me over the past several weeks. When, when we've tried to figure out exactly how we're going to do this whole church thing, when, when we want to make sure that we're reaching out to members of our congregation, and we're making sure that we're trying to take care of, of the needs that we have in our community, I realize that that is something we can't do on our own. We do that because we have been raised with Christ. We, we do this because we know that since Christ is empowering us and living inside of us, we live out the full identity as one in whom Christ dwells and delights. And we live even today, in the unshakable kingdom of God. So how, how do we live out this, being living in this unshakable kingdom? Well, the first thing that we must do is that we must not fear. I love this passage that we read at the beginning of our, our service this morning from uh, the Gospel of Matthew. This this passage that reminded us of this first Easter story. See, it starts out with women going to the tomb. And and when they got to the tomb, they realized the stone was, was, was pulled away. And there were two angels there. And as the angels told the women, don't be afraid. It was echoing a, a, a phrase or a charge that each and every one of us are given throughout Scripture. Scriptures like Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. Right hand. Psalm 56, verse 3 says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And then Jesus tells us in John chapter 14, verse 27, Peace is what I leave you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. And do not be afraid. My friends, we have challenges in our lives all around us. You know, it's, it's obvious where we are, how, how we're worshiping together, fears of, of COVID-19. We have financial hardships. We, we hear of, of friends and family members that are being laid off from their, their, uh, their jobs. We just wonder, is, are we going to be able to, to come back from all of this? That's where I, I stand and I say that we must fully embrace living in God's unshakable kingdom. And, and when we live in God's unshakable kingdom, we know that things will be all right. It's because God has us in his hand. Sure, bad things are going to happen. We will have heartache. We will have pain. We will have things that that we don't want to deal with that we're going to have to deal with. But that does not take away the promise that we are Christ beloved and that Christ joins us in the midst of our fears and our confusions. Several years ago, I had a uh, youth who was leading a uh, sunrise service. He, uh, he made this comment, and it was something that I wrote down, and, and it's something that, that I have echo in my head over and over again. He, he was asked to talk about, give a testimony about what Christ living means to him. And he said these words, Having a living God is one of the best things about Christianity. It's because it lets us know we are not alone on earth, but that we will always have God on our side. Do you hear that? Having a living God is one of the best things that we hold on to as followers of Jesus Christ because Christ joins us in the midst of our lives. And those who are in Christ are now walking and talking and blessing the world as we communicate, as we live, as we just experience life together. We do this because we have a charge from God. Jesus' words in Matthew 5, verses 13 and 14, he reminds us that we are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. He continues by saying, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. See, that's what the resurrection does. The resurrection calls us to be active in our faith. The resurrection calls us to to boldly move forward knowing that the tomb is empty, and that we live our lives full because we don't worship a dead God. We worship a God who lives and reigns in and around us. But what does reigning mean? How, how do we fully reign in Christ? We have to stay connected. We have to stay connected with the one who loves us and cares for us. As Jesus said in John 5, verse 8, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. See, my friends, in order to abide in Christ, we must spend time with him. Up until now, time has probably been the biggest enemy that we've had. But, but now, because of, of, of the world that we live in, we have time to spend time with Christ. We have time that we can, we can carve out of our, our days to, to explore and to experience and to hear what Christ is calling us to do. There was an old story about a man who was walking out of his house, and, and as he was walking out of his house, he looked to uh, the living room area, and there was a fire going in the fireplace. And he stopped because he didn't remember starting this fire. And, and when he peeked into the he pe- peeked into the room. He saw a man sitting in one of the chairs by the fireplace. And he walked in to see who it was, and he realized it was Jesus. And he sat down beside Jesus and started to have a conversation. And and the conversation went on for hours and hours. And and the man realized that that he missed work and said, Boy, I, I really wish we could do this every day. And Jesus looked at him and said, We can. I'm always here. I'm always here, ready to hear you, ready to listen to you, ready to Be connected with you. All you have to do is stop and listen. My friends, we have been given an opportunity to stop. We have been given an opportunity to listen, to hear what God is calling us to do, what our next steps are, how we can continue to live in God's unshakable kingdom. But we can't do it alone. We can never do our, our, our Christian walk, our Christian faith alone. We always must stay connected with each other. Hebrews 10.25 reminds us, don't stop meeting together with other believers, which some people have gotten into the habit of doing. Instead, encourage each other, especially as you see the day drawing near. We must continue to find ways to stay connected connected, especially during this time where we're not supposed to be socially connected. But my friends, we have many different technologies and ways that we can stay side by side with one another. Yesterday, I uh, had the opportunity to join our men's ministry in their, uh, norm, their regular, regular, if you will, Saturday Zoom call at 9 o'clock. And to tell you, it, it, it was a joy to me to, to see all of my friends in these little tiny boxes on my computer screen and be able to talk to one another and, and to hear what is going on in each other's lives a few nights ago, we were watching uh, television, and, and there was a, a public service announcement called The More You Know that NBC puts together. And, and just this self-made uh, the, or this made, man-made uh, promotion had different celebrities and people in their homes talking about, while we are separated, it is so important that you stay connected with one another. That's something that Scripture tells us that we must do all the time, to make sure that we continue to meet with one another however we can, whether it's by a phone call, whether it's by by Skype, by Zoom, by Facebook Messenger, however we can do it, But so we can continue to build each other up and continue to, to find ways to share the message that Christ is risen with one another so we have that living hope that we just sang about. See, that's what it means by living as resurrection people. See, The the, the grave did not stop Jesus from rising again. And my friends, COVID-19 is not going to stop the church from being the church. You are out there. You are doing the things that, that you are called to do, living as resurrection people. We have the proof and the evidence that now more than ever the world needs the hope the church can bring more now than ever before. So how do we do that? How how do we make a, a decision to say that we are following the living Christ? Well, we have a certain page on our website that I would like to invite you to go to. If you, if if, if this time has has caused you to reevaluate how your relationship with God is, I invite you to go to fumcroycity.life/decision. I believe we also have it there on our homepage, and and give us an opportunity to hear how God is is moving in your life. Leave your name and leave your email. And then you can comment on on several different things. First, you can let us know that you are committing or recommitting your life to Jesus today. You can also mark if you want to become a member of Royce City First United Methodist Church. You can also leave a note if you want to be connected to a small group. Or if you want to get involved with missions while we are not here together. Or if you just need to talk to me, you can mark that box and I will be back in contact with you. See, my friends, we have a hope. We have a hope because we know that our Redeemer lives. And our Redeemer gives us power because we are connected with him and being connected in him, that are the fruit that we bear will be amazing. It will be a strong testimony of the love and grace of Jesus Christ in the world around us and in our community. So when we do gather back together, we can boldly and loudly procre- proclaim, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Oh God, you are living hope. And and we come knowing that you have given us life and given us life abundantly. Lord, we are thankful that not even a grave was able to hold you down. And that should help, us, help and remind us that whatever we go through in our lives, that nothing can hold us down because you are our God. And we live as your resurrection people, proclaiming that Christ has died, that Christ is risen, and that Christ will come again. Help us to to live as your resurrected people, sharing your love with others. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.